episode of Positive Place Podcast, a podcast from Positive Pathways, Pathways. Community <laughs> Services here in Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Yeah. And today's episode, we are going to dive into online hookup safety. Mm. Yeah. Important <laughs> for people to know. Relevant yeah. topic Especially, to this modern world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be going through the benefits of hooking up. Um, the stigma around hooking up because Ooh. there's still prevalent stigma around sure. hooking up. And safety tips. I love it. So I'm going to start us off with the benefits of hooking up. But first, let's define what sexual hookups are. So, yeah, what is a hookup, actually? <laughs> just for, viewer, for, for viewers. Are you, are you, I've like, never heard of hooking up. Like... <laughs> for listeners. I Sell me on it. Just come on it. Do we have a group on? <laughs> so sexual hookups are defined as a brief, uncommitted encounter between two people who are not romantic or dating each other. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Hookups can be viewed as a way to meet sexual and or emotional needs without the commitment or investment in a relationship, especially during this era or this generation where work and education is being more prioritized than being in a relationship. Now hooking up online is becoming more ingrained in popular culture and we are seeing it with more apps like I've mentioned, um, like Tinder, Grindr, Pure and other I've never heard of Pure. No, what's Pure? Um, so it's I don't know what country it's in, but there is because when we were when I was doing the research, yeah, um, they were showing a list of hookup apps, mm-hmm. and Pure was actually like up there, like number one. Oh, really? One. Yeah. Interesting. You know what people are using a lot right now mm. is Whisper. Whisper. What's that? Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> Yeah, Whisper is supposed to be like a place about like secrets and stuff, but it's becoming a hookup app. Oh, yeah, it's for like the thirty-five plus crowd. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, that's probably why I haven't heard of yeah. Whisper. <laughs> it used to be you had to go on Craigslist. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Craigslist. Yeah, would <laughs> be misconnections like W for W, M for M, like W for F. Sorry, like F for M, M for F. Oh, like, female for male, that kind of thing? Yeah. Who was it? There was a comedian who used to read um, Craigslist, like, looking for... The misconnection stuff? I don't, oh, maybe, yeah. But he would used to read, like, I'm a, I'm a man looking for, like, a brief sexual encounter with another man. Like, he used to read them. Some of them were really outlandish and Oh, my funny. gosh. Yeah. I had a Kijiji encounter. <gasps> I was selling... Selling my um, selling what? I was selling my psychology, sex, and gender book, and <laughs> there was this guy who like messaged me, but like not even related to the book. He was like, "Oh, me and my girlfriend are looking for a, a third person." Oh, I was like, "Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just a student selling yeah. textbooks." He's like, "You're like, selling a sexuality and gender textbook. You're obviously like ready to giddy up. Clearly, <laughs> yeah. I'm like this innocent university student." <laughs> He just wants to, like, make at least some money from the textbook, but yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So anyway, there are many benefits from hooking up online, and according to a research done on benefits of hooking up, folks have cited emotional benefits, including happiness, fun, and enjoyment, as well as seeing an increase in self-confidence. Nice. I would hope that they would see, like, fun and happiness. I know, imagine yeah. there's no benefits. <laughs> yeah. I hooked up with someone, all I did was have sex. <laughs> Nope, not happy. I was sad yeah. and depressed, depressed and bored. Yeah. 
and I felt worse about. Well, I think that does happen to people. It does. Yeah, it absolutely sure. happens to people, and people have bad hookup encounters. Yeah. Yeah. But I think on like a. I don't think people average, would be seeking them so much if they didn't bring a level of fun and enjoyment. Yeah. 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 And I don't think anyone true. goes into like a hookup being like, "I hope I have a bad a time." time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So some people have also expressed that hooking up online gives them a better understanding of their preferences for future relationships or sexual behavior. It can help facilitate feelings towards a partner and or progression of a relationship down the road. While hooking up does not necessarily entail or encompass a relationship, a committed relationship or expectations expectations of commitment, hookup partners could still be interested or assess their interest in progressing the connection to a friendship, um, dating, or a relationship. I mean, yeah, it's how a lot of relationships start these days. I definitely read as asses, and I was like, (laughs) what? Could still be interested in asses. (laughs) Nice. Interested or asses their interest. I'm like, what? What's <laughs> yeah. happening? Um, with this in mind, other people have cited that making a friend or becoming closer with a friend was another benefit of hookups. The social connection that is forged by hooking up has helped people discover themselves. Nice. Um, when viewing the situation as a learning experience rather than a shameful and guilty experience, it's actually an empowering feeling. Nice. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, so benefits of hooking up. That's great. Mm-hmm. It's good to know there's there's many benefits to it. Um, but there's <laughs> Just also, for research purposes. For yeah, research, for research purposes, yeah. it's good to know that. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's also stigma around hooking up, though, like we said. Um, and I don't think that's, like, big news to anybody, right? Mm-hmm. Still stigmatized. So while we know there's a number of positive experiences with hooking up, there's still a lot of stigma around the culture. Um, and just that concept of, like, no-strings-attached casual sex And I think there's like some shame and guilt that are still at the center of that stigma. And we've talked about this in other episodes that we've had before, Mm -hmm. like our purity culture episode, um, you know, religion, sexuality, it's definitely come up a lot. And um, so, yeah, I mean, when we have that stigma, it's because people are primarily focused on the the risks that are associated with hooking up. Mm -hmm. Um, And oftentimes hookup culture is portrayed as shameful and careless within the media and society at large. And majority of the time, we'll see things like, you know, um, shame and regret depicted in movies and TV shows, um, irrational impulsivity, and as well as, like, emotional emptiness, right? Like, they're portrayed to be very emotionally empty, Um, you know, especially something like a one-night stand. And um, we still see this, like, perception of hookup culture uh, portrayed by women where there's, like, the walk of shame, where women are, like, making the walk of shame home and they, like, look all, like tired and exhausted and they're Mm -hmm. not wearing shoes and they're a mess um and they just look like they're filled with such like shame and guilt yeah Yeah. i just always imagine like the walk of shame hair where you're like what were you doing that led to your hair looking like you haven't brushed it in three months yeah it's always like as if they did like oh what is it called when you like tease the hair and like no, it's like bad. <laughs> I've never actually see, seen someone do the walk of shame with their hair looking Sometimes quite that in the bad. movies, it is like standing straight up. Yeah. And that yeah. is and like, like that is a bit unrealistic. It's teased yeah. so much that you're like, yeah. it's going to take you five years to get those tangles out. Yeah. Like, you can shave your hair. Did like... you tease it afterwards for the walk? Yeah. Were you really just yeah. trying to get into the role? <laughs> yes, sex leads to messy hair, but does it lead to... Yeah. Does it I lead think you should to... be shameful about your hair care if that's what yeah. it looks like. Did you encounter a tornado? Of it is like this yeah. height of the sea and tower. You're like, what yeah. in the world is even... The only Did you walk through a wind hair? tunnel? 
Did you get hairspray and a wind tunnel? <laughs> did a bird have some fun? Yeah. <laughs> like, did a bird make a nest in your hair? Were you hooking up in a tree? I'm a rat. You know? Maybe yeah. a rat. Were you hooking up in a dumpster and a rat came? <laughs> I made a nest. I'm and just made wondering. a nest. Yeah. Yeah. You got to wonder sometimes with these movies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, without a doubt, there's definitely a double standard when it comes to hookup culture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially through that heteronormative lens. Um, cisgender men are often applauded when we hear things like, oh, player, or like, this is just what men do, um, mm-hmm. or men bragging about like their number of kills, etc. Yeah. Um, and that's like very different when we compare it to like cisgender women, when we hear things like slut, or like, you should be ashamed of yourself, or you're so easy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, our perception of casual sex is that it's a win for men where they're getting something out of it, but women are giving something away and losing something. Yeah, well, yeah. right? Women are the kills. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's like a very different um, perception on either side. Yeah. And we know, like, we've talked about this before, this derives from, um, you know, like, really religious perspectives um, and religious values where there's like a continuous repression of female sexual desires and needs where women mm-hmm. just aren't really allowed to be sexual and have preference and have desires in the same way that men are. Yes. And, um, yeah, traditional values, like we've mentioned, are just in favor of that like ideal, pure virgin woman um, where a woman who did have premarital sex can be considered like dirty or unworthy of respect or like mm-hmm. serious partnership. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we got some work to do there. Yeah. And there will always be stigma connected to hookups that are often rooted in sexist and outdated thought processes and perspectives. At the end of the day, it is your body and your choice. Remember that you don't owe anyone an explanation or hold the responsibility of making people try to understand you. Sex liberation is a very personal and empowering thing. Your sex life is your business and you are able to freely enjoy and celebrate it however you choose to do so. So embrace it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now with all the benefits that we have discussed, it is also important to talk about online hookup safety. So let's go over you know a few tips to keep yourself safe while hooking up online. Um, so some of these come directly from the University of Illinois, as well as the Montreux Center in Houston, and nice. some of them are just from my brain. Yeah. Nice. So planning your meeting, if at all possible, meet in public first to make sure you feel comfortable with the person that, that they are what they are purported to be. Mm. Um, so like, you know, if you're inviting them straight to your house, first of all, you're giving them your address. Yeah, scary. Um, you're probably alone at your house. Yeah. Um, you know, like that is a very dangerous thing to do. Yeah. You so do you know, try and meet up at like a Tim Hortons or a Starbucks first. Like have a little coffee or something. Yeah. You know? Assess the vibes. Yeah. Uh, when choosing a public place make to meet, make sure it is an easy place to depart from in the event that you need to. Yeah. Um, so don't choose a place that's like three hours from your house that takes three buses to get home to. Yeah. Like, maybe choose somewhere mm-hmm. a little bit easier so that if you need to leave, you can. Yeah. yeah. Uh, make sure you have a clear idea of what is going to happen when you meet this person. Often when you're talking about hookups, you can have these discussions via message mm-hmm. in the actual like hookup apps to be like, this is what I want to do. This is what, you know, you're Very interested boundaries. in. This is where, yeah. you know, where do we, you know, draw the line for safety and boundaries and all those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, decide if anyone's going to accompany you. Um, and if someone is going to accompany you, perhaps warn the other person be like, hey, just for safety, like my friend is coming, I invite you to bring a friend mm-hmm. so that we meet and it's safe and then we can go our own ways. Yeah. 
Um, don't just surprise and be like, hey, my friend Julia's with me. Like, because that would be scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, you're supposed to be meeting one person, and there's two people there. That is yeah. definitely not uh, yeah. very safe. Um, if it's clear that your meeting will include sexual activity, which generally hookups do, uh, you know, consider discussing HIV and STI statuses, as well as what safer sex you're comfortable with and what mm-hmm. you would prefer to use and who is bringing it to the party. Yeah. You know, it's a lot harder to negotiate. Like we've talked about this in other episodes. It's a lot harder, like in the heat of the moment to be like, Oh, by the way, I need you to wear a condom mm-hmm. versus like having that discussion before you meet up with yeah. someone. Cause then it can also yeah. be like, Hey, like. I'm allergic to latex. Like, yeah. I'm going to bring some latex-free condoms. Like, do you have a size preference? Yeah. Or or maybe they go like, oh, I would never wear a condom. And then you can decide, oh, maybe that's not somebody I want to sleep with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, trust your instincts. If you feel uncomfortable, leave. leave. If you get yeah. the heebie-jeebies, just mm-hmm. get out of there. Yeah. Uh, if you're not able to meet in public place, do not open your door if you see more than one person outside. Even if they tell you they came along for, for the fun. Do not put yourself in a position to be outnumbered by people you've never met before. Yeah. yeah. All right. When preparing to go out, um, let someone know that you're going um, out to meet someone you've met online and arrange an emergency contact. That is important. Uh, tell at least one person about your plans, such as who you'll be with, a way to get in touch with the person that you're meeting, the meeting place, and what you plan to do. Um, also plan in advance what will happen if you feel unsafe and where they can meet you, like your emergency contact to meet you or whether you want the police called and leave all of the contact information you have for the person you are meeting, including screen name, email address, and name with your emergency contact. Yeah. Like I remember even online dating, this is like a tip Mm -hmm. for, even if you're not hooking up, if you're just online dating, um, you know, you. I always used to take a, a screenshot of the person's profile and be like, "This mm-hmm. is where we're meeting. We're meeting at this time. If I don't text you by this time, yeah, like please message me, call me. Mm-hmm. If I send you this word, mm-hmm. call me and pretend there's an emergency so I can get out of this. Yeah. Um, and even now, like with you know some of my friends and stuff, I'm always like, yeah, like if they're unwilling to tell you their address before you meet up, mm-hmm. um, and you plan on having sex at their home, then like. Chances are you probably shouldn't go to their house afterwards to hook up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I want to know their address and I want to know their first name. Yeah, for sure. Whatever it's going to take to make you feel comfortable mm-hmm. and feel safe. You're going to have a better time anyways if you feel safe. Yeah. It's hard to really... Sexual pleasure requires safety Yeah. as like yeah. the first thing. There's no pleasure if you don't feel safe, mm-hmm. right? And I think we often hear about stories like especially here in Windsor, we're always like, oh, like, those things only happen in the states where people meet them up and, like, they're a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Um, but we saw, like, not even that long ago, a few years ago, that it's actually a thing that can happen in Ontario, Canada. What yeah. happened? There was um, a serial killer uh, for gay men in the Toronto region who mm-hmm. was meeting yes. people and, uh... like, hooking up with him them, and then he was murdering them. And, like, they yeah. all went missing. Yeah. No one noticed because they were all, like, quote-unquote loners right yeah and then i think there was like like over 20 of them yeah that oh my were gosh found. oh yeah. he like specifically preyed on like lonely people yeah and like gay males and then what he ended up doing um was like the community noticed that these people were missing like yeah. the gay community was like yeah. we have like 20 people missing like oh, someone do something like this mm-hmm. is a trend and then um they kind of like solved the case mm-hmm. and then like gave it to the police and said like hey 
Oh, wow. Here's the information you need to know. Here's what we know. Yeah. Do something about this. Help us. Yeah, yeah because probably if they just, like, sometimes if you just leave things up to the police, yeah. you never know where it's going to end mm-hmm. up. Yeah, and if the police weren't making connections between all these missing people, because yeah. some of them were out, some of them were not out, mm-hmm. so you may not make right. the connection. Right, 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 right. Whereas the community themselves would be like, no, 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 like, these are all, all these people are linked. Dang. Crazy. Okay, so if you're meeting up with someone from an online uh, matching site um, and you're planning on having sex with them, a couple good ground rules um, to just continue expanding on here. So set your limits and boundaries before going out. I think it's good to just have all your cards on the table before you meet up with someone. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, consider how different sexual activities put you at different risks for contracting... um, sexually transmitted infections, right? Like if you're going to have oral sex versus anal sex versus penetrative sex, there's Mm -hmm. different things that you're at risk for, different um, sexual health products you might think about using. So um, yeah, it's good to just have a plan, know what you're going in for. Of course, sometimes things are spontaneous and Mm -hmm. you don't, you know, you just go with the flow, but be prepared. Yeah. Um, Don't let alcohol or other drugs cloud your decision before, um, sorry, cloud your decision making and affect your behavior. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I think especially the first time you're meeting up with someone, um, it's definitely a good idea to limit maybe your alcohol use, your drug use, uh, because these are things that can, um, you know, lower your inhibitions and maybe cause you to engage in something you wouldn't have engaged in otherwise or... Maybe you were, would have had sex either way, but yeah. you were drunk, so you didn't use a condom. Um, so it's really good to consider keeping these things off the table when you're first getting to know someone, at mm-hmm. least in high amounts, uh, because also you're more vulnerable to be taken advantage of when you're not, when you don't have the same level of control over your body. So yeah. generally, a good idea to um, think about limiting these things. Um, goes without saying, but maybe it doesn't use a new lubricated condom every time you have vaginal or anal sex. Um, no casual sex is worth risking your health uh, for or contracting an STI over. We've gone over this so many times, but there are definitely some STIs that you're not going to be able to get, you know, cured of. Um, so you got to decide how worth it a casual encounter is when we're talking about, you know, mm-hmm. lifelong, um, potentially lifelong infections that you could be contracting. And if you're going to be using sex toys, good idea to use a new condom every time you insert a sex toy into someone's body. You can still get an STI from sharing sex toys um, and change the condom before moving the sex toy into a new body opening and use a new one if you're going to be switching the sex toy from one person to another. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Especially if it's like a hookup, you definitely want to make sure you're using a condom on a sex toy. Yeah. Penetrative one. Because chances are if they're using it with you, they've used it with other people. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. And you don't know those other people. <laughs> uh, so some general safety tips for meeting someone for the first time online. Um, if you're going to their place, uh, you know, follow them like in your vehicle if that's mm-hmm. an option. Um, you know, make sure you know how the route you took to get there or a route how to get home if it's an unfamiliar area make sure that you have it maybe in your gps system so Mm -hmm. that if you need to live quickly or something you can yeah i think it's sorry i just noted i think it's a good idea to meeting someone online don't have them pick you up meet them wherever they're going so you have a way to leave if you're uncomfortable yeah absolutely um and like make note of like what time you're leaving or make sure you have like uber downloaded or Mm -hmm. you know if for some reason you were taking the bus and it's now 3 a.m and the buses aren't running Mm -hmm. make sure you have like car share apps downloaded or yes or someone that can pick you up yeah 
Um, you know, you can always make note of the mo- make, bottle, and license plate of their car. Send it to a friend. You mm-hmm. know, so even send them a picture of it, um, so they have it if anything happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of these seem really drastic, uh, but at the end of the day, like your safety is still important. So yeah, recognizing yeah. that. Um, you know, call someone when you arrive at their place, or like text them, and be like, hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to their place now. This is their address. Mm-hmm. I'll text you later. Yeah. Um, try and leave your valuables in your car. Like, don't take your purses, your wallets, your rings. Make sure your phone is fully charged mm-hmm. um, and bring that in with you so that you have that for safety purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, once inside that home, uh, make note of, like, exits. Um, so you know, like, if you need to leave, how do you leave? Mm-hmm. Where are the, you know, where are the exits and entries? Um, and you can always try and place yourself between the person and the door so that you yeah. have easier access to getting out. Yes. Um, and making note of like, okay, did they deadbolt the front door? Mm-hmm. Did they, what locks are on that front door or those exits that you might have to undo? Yeah. Um, you know, don't eat or drink anything unless you see them making it and like you're watching them very carefully mm-hmm. while they're making things. Just people do slip drugs into food Absolutely. and alcohol mm-hmm. still. Yeah. Um, so you want to make sure that you're fully aware of what you're consuming and how much you're consuming. Um, you know, if they're going back to your place, um, you know, make sure you put away your valuables. Um, you know, don't leave like a $3,000 watch just hanging out on the bedside table. Yeah. You don't necessarily know that person. Yeah. Um, you know, make sure that they bring their own car. You don't want them <coughs> to have to drive them home afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll be easier if they have their own vehicle. Um, you know, if for some reason they're trying to bring a duffel bag or a large bag into your home, like, be like, hey, what's in it? Or, like, can I see it? Just, just so you know what's inside of there. Mm-hmm. So you can have a little bit of peace of mind. Yeah. Unless you've already discussed that they're bringing some, like, toys or something in with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, even at your house, I guess you can eat and drink, but, like, make sure you're watching your drink. That yeah. is, you know, a mm-hmm. general rule of thumb for everywhere. Um, and again, make sure you have your phone fully charged yep. so that you have those options. And then, of course, always be aware of your exits. Yes. Um, even if you think you're safer in a public place, you may still be victimized. Uh, if you do choose to have sex in a public place, try not to isolate yourself uh, with your sex partner so far away from others that they can you cannot call for help if mm-hmm. needed. Uh, tell a friend where you're going and how long you plan to be gone. Even if you don't tell a friend what you will be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you don't have to be like, I'm going to hook up with this person at this, you know, in this stall of the bathroom at this park. You yeah. can just say, like, I'm meeting someone at a park, you know. Mm-hmm. This is the park I'm meeting them at. This is the plant time I plan to text you later. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, some of it might seem like a little bit extra, but at the same time, like we've all, we all know those friends who've had those bad experiences yes. or we've seen those stories on the news. Um, yeah. I mean, anytime a stranger's coming into your home or you're going into a stranger's home, like even if you decided at first you wanted to have sex with them and things changed all of a sudden midway through the encounter, you know, stuff happens and people assume they have the right to do some things or assume they have consent from you to try mm-hmm. certain things. But yeah, I think we've all heard those stories and know how quickly things can can just change direction. So yeah. everything that you can do to feel comfortable and safe and just have an exit plan, mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also being mindful, um, we didn't talk about it, like, but party and play or substance use can mm-hmm. also be huge in hookup culture. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so if you know that there's someone who's into party and play and that you're going to be using substances, like, make sure you bring, like, new equipment with you so that, yeah. you know, you don't run a risk of STIs or that you can have a little bit more control over it. You know, yeah. make sure that you're the one 
controlling your substances, not someone else. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. When at all possible. Yeah. Um, if you have more questions, comments, concerns, or compliments about online hookup <laughs> safety, um, I don't know what kind of compliments you have for us. Maybe we don't want compliments. Um, I don't know. But if you have any, feel free to reach out to us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Positive Place. You can send us an email at positiveplace at gmail.com. That's positive with a P-O-Z-itive place at gmail.com. Or find us on Facebook at Positive Place. That's it. Can't wait to hear from you. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.